Welcome to Shoreside Operational, not just another supply chain podcast. I would like to say sorry for being missing for the last few weeks. Um, you know, life happens. We had some technical things that we had to do, and then we had some life that actually just happened. And hey, you know, it works. It, you know, things go, and but I'm back. Well, life sucks. Yeah, sometimes it does. Today, we are going to actually talk about something that, you know, is very close to me and and it affects a lot of affects a lot of us it's not just it's not just women that this affects it actually affects men too although they'll never admit it and most women won't admit it as well imposter syndrome imposter syndrome imposter syndrome what the hell is imposter syndrome <clears throat> excuse me i don't me. think anybody wants to be me so if someone comes up to you and claims they're me. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking. So I looked it up to get the actual definition. Imposter syndrome, the condition of feeling anxious and not experiencing success internally, despite being high performing in external objective in objective ways. Okay. So basically what it boils down to is self-doubt. So you know you could do the job, but you doubt that you're doing it correctly. Self-sabotage. Self-sabotage. Um, undervaluing your own contributions. You know that you were able to contribute to that meeting 100%. You gave good advice, but afterwards you self-doubt. You you think that that you didn't give valuable advice, that, that it wasn't that you basically you're undervaluing yourself, that, that your advice is not good enough. Yep. Um, attributing success to external factors. Well, I only, I only succeeded in that because somebody else helped me mm. had nothing to do with your skill, but because somebody else was like maybe on the team. So you're basically self doubting again. Cause you think you piggybacked off of somebody else. Exactly. All right. Gotcha. Um, setting unrealistic expectations. Basically you set yourself up for failure. Self-sabotage 20 years ago. That's not nice. <laughs> okay. That was a dig at our marriage, by the way. Thank you. Um, operating in a state of fear of not living up to the expectations. So basically you get picked for the job mm -hmm. and, and you're like, oh my God, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could do this. Can I do this? I don't think I could do this. And then. You know, you're in the job and then what do you do? You do the job. You do the job, but you're constantly undervaluing yourself. Now, hold on a second. Wasn't that <laughs> kind of like a little bit the way you felt before you took this job? Well, okay. So whenever I took the job that I'm currently in, it, 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 there was a moment. There was definitely a moment of, oh my God, yeah. I've, I've never ran a Marine division. You know, I've been part of the Marine division for, you know, a good, you know, 10 years, but I've never ran one. Yeah. Can I actually run a Marine division? And the answer to that was yes. Yeah, well, obviously <laughs> four yeah. and a half years later or so yeah. I'm still running it. So, um, but another problem with imposter syndrome is burnout because you're constantly, constantly going and you're constantly, constantly doing something and you're, and you're constantly undervaluing yourself thinking that you have to do more. That's exhausting. Yes. Um, so some of the, there are, there are different, I guess you could say titles 
for uh, for imposter syndrome <laughs> and go figure the one that i actually personally fall into is superwoman superwoman uh-huh a contributor who takes her job very seriously and offers her time and support to her colleagues she goes out of her way to take on work even during holidays or scheduled time off she is happy to do the work even on her own time who does that sound like Dwayne? Ah, disco that's true <laughs> but i i've noticed a lot in in transportation in this business that there is there is a lot of i guess especially for women there's a lot of avenues where you can actually have imposter syndrome um because it is a male dominated industry mm -hmm. um and it, it does take and i hate to say it like this and, and y'all can call me out you can send me comments whatever you want to do but it takes a lot for a woman to get to the top and and it takes and it doesn't take as much for for a man in this business and that's just reality and it's is that because they um they don't take you seriously i think so i think there's a lot of times where you get you get i mean it's not all not all the people in this right. business i mean i've had some managers that were male in this business that would boost me to the top and, and they've looked at me straight in the face and said one day you will be my boss and and that's that's somebody that's pushing you up and empowering you to be the best that you are but then there are some that are old school and they still think it's a man's world yeah. and and they don't really value what you say they, um, kinda, they, they kinda, discount it yeah they kind of take it but then they're just like eh, i'm not really gonna take it to heart exactly it's like they take it with a grain of salt yeah that's they it. they don't uh they don't really value your opinion in that respect and and i've had several situations where that has actually occurred mm -hmm. um and i've fought and i've clawed and and the reason why i i am where i am is because i refused to to bow down to that i mean i may have imposter syndrome occasionally here and there because i i don't know everything no contrary to popular belief there honey no i don't know everything but I, I'm willing to learn and I'm willing to educate myself on it. But I also will still step into that role of of superwoman and and I will and I will do it on my time off and I will do it, you know, I'm on holidays and I will do it. You know, I mean, when I was when I was a port captain, best freaking job I ever had in my entire freaking life, loved every minute of it. I didn't care if it was Thanksgiving and I was talking to a captain. I didn't care. Yeah that but that was different that wasn't imposter syndrome that was actually just passion and love for the job mm -hmm. um but okay so like here take a take an example for take some this for an example i had a conversation i'm not going to mention who it was um with a manager let's just put it that way a manager i'm not going to say if it was this position or if it was a previous position and the manager said well you know you leave at five and I looked at him and I said, well, just because I leave at five doesn't mean I stop working. And he goes, oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So because I left the office at five o'clock, even though I went straight home and I turned on my computer and I basically monitored for the next two hours to make sure that the West Coast was covered, 
that wasn't that wasn't good enough. I needed to actually keep my ass in the chair and work the additional two hours, sacrifice my family life, sacrifice my child like he has. I'm sorry, that doesn't work in my world. But there are some women that will do this. There are some men that will do this. And I'm sorry, it's stupid. Do not sacrifice your life and your family time and your self time just for to just to prove to your boss that you're working after five, you're not getting paid. My ass is salary. I get I stop getting paid at five. So everything I do, whenever I get up in the morning and I turn my fucking computer on at five o'clock in the damn morning, and I'm freaking going through, you know, emails to make sure that my people start off the day right, or I'm making sure that, you know, something didn't happen to a ship overnight or making sure that, you know, we got the messages we needed from soul. Right. Doesn't mean that, you know, I'm not being paid. Well, I'm being paid then. in my own in my own way in that respect, but I'm not getting paid from the company. But it's still my it's still my time. But I'm still willing to do that. That's me. But when I leave at five o'clock, I don't stop working. But I do come home and I do spend time with my family. Who's that? That would be you. Okay. And and the kid. And security. And and we have security. Yes. Gotta love living right off a highway. So my advice to women and men in this, in in the transportation industry to try to combat imposter syndrome. Just know what you're talking about. Educate yourself. That's it. Just read, educate, whatever it is. If it's an article on the, the web, if it's a book, if it's taking classes, whatever the hell it may be, educate yourself. There's nothing wrong with education because the more you know, the better off you're going to be. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it. If you say, hey, you can't do this, say, okay, I'll prove that I can do it and then go and do it. Exactly. But don't let anybody tell you you can't freaking do anything. Because the one thing that I don't like is I can't. Oh, no. I can't stand. I cannot stand the word can't. Um, I educated myself because of a comment from some stupid manager. Many years ago. Many years ago. It wasn't my manager. It was just a guy I worked with. But he he made that comment that, that women ruin this industry because we have babies. And I was like, excuse me? I took six weeks off to have my baby and I went right back to work. Yeah. You couldn't wait to get out of the freaking house. Well, you know, <coughs> excuse me, you know, ha- having, having to wake up every three hours and, and, and change, you know, shitty diapers and, and be thrown up on constantly, you know, you need a little change of scenery. Okay. So that wasn't <laughs> just you waking up every three hours. Well, okay? No, no. But for the, for the last four weeks, it was, you were only there for the first two weeks. Yeah, somebody had to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyways, um, no, educate yourself. Don't ever let anyone dictate your future. Um, educate yourself. The more you know, the better off you are. Yep. You know, okay, so okay, so imposter syndrome is 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 real. It's not an actual like technical psychological diagnosis or anything like that, but there's still studies going on about it and everything like that. But I can tell you, I've actually felt imposter syndrome. 
I went to a function um, one evening and just having conversation, just talking about the industry because it was an industry function, just talking. And and one guy and one of the guys I've, I've known him for years and he goes, he goes, you have no idea who you are, do you? And I said, what the hell are you talking about? What do you mean? He goes, you're like legit, dude. I'm like, legit? He goes, go. you're the only female running a Marine division in this business. Until that moment, it never occurred to me that I was the only female running a Marine division in this business. It's not like you went and Googled it. Um, no, it's, I, I didn't exactly. I didn't look it up. You're, it, um, it's, I, I, but I, I didn't, I didn't realize it. I didn't see it. I guess you could say, you know, it, it but then I started thinking about it and I started, you know, think, cause I, cause I know pretty much everybody that's running the Marine division in, in every major carrier. And I'm like, well, son of a bitch, I guess I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only female to have her have done this. So, so I don't, I don't hold that, that crown. <laughs> well, no, you'd be silly if you thought you were the only female that ever did it. From what I understand, there's only been one other, but. Well, then I'm, you're in a small little group. I'm, I'm sure, but it was through education. It was through understanding, but th- there's a lot of things that I, I still don't even know. Like, like, I don't know how, I mean, I understand the concept of planning a vessel but I do not know how to actually plan a vessel. I'm sure if I sat down to learn and to actually plan the vessel, I would figure it out pretty quickly because I do know the basic concept. I do know, you know, center, you know, center of gravity where all this is, how listing and everything like that and, and the weight dispersion and everything like that. I get all that. So I guess, I guess having the understanding would, you know, helps to understand whenever the, when like the vessel planners are talking about a problem on a ship. I get it, but to actually sit down and physically plan a ship, mm-hmm. I've never actually done it. I've never had to. I was a port captain. I wasn't a vessel planner. Right. It's a completely different skill set, but I'm sure that there would be a moment of imposter syndrome if I sat down and tried, but I, I would educate myself to make sure that I got past that in order to actually, to actually know how to do it. But the point to this podcast was, it was just, I, I was, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the stats and I'm looking at like women in the business. And I don't know why more women are not in more leadership roles. I mean, times are changing. It's not, it's not a boys club anymore, you know, in that respect. Well, a lot of them are retiring. Yes. A lot yeah, of, a lot, a lot of them of, are retiring. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the, the original boys club is retiring. Yes. 100%. Um, but women have to, I mean, okay. So for, for a long time, if a woman was, you know, driven or if a woman was passionate, she was considered pushy and obnoxious and bitchy. So, I mean, but that's changing it's, and it's been changing for quite some time now. So I think as, as women in transportation, we need to get past our own imposter syndromes saying that we're not qualified to be there. Cause I damn well know I'm qualified to be exactly where I'm at. And I know I'm qualified to be higher than where I'm at because I have more qualifications than a lot of people, than a lot of people in this business right now. 
I've got 31 years in this business. So damn right. I am where I'm supposed to be. If not supposed to be higher, you're supposed to be higher. But the point is, is that there are times where I doubt myself. So that's where the imposter syndrome actually comes in. It's like, well, can I do this? And it's like, and I, and I know it's in, 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 it's a, it's more of a, can I get through this challenge? Can I overcome this obstacle? Can I, can I educate myself on this? Okay. I can tell you my imposter syndrome kicks in big time when I look at an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> Um, but then, but then I, I write macros and I make it do what I need it to do. And then life is golden. But I mean, to actually do it myself on a damn, I, I was watching somebody the other day put together an Excel spreadsheet and he's writing in code and stuff like that. And it's doing all this stuff. And it's like, that takes me like at least 20 minutes just to write the first part, but it's not imposter syndrome. It's just, I'm not as, I don't live in Excel spreadsheets. So I don't, I don't have that, you know. Well, if you had to do it every day, it'd be a different story. Exactly. Exactly. It's just like anything. If you're in it every day, like you do taxes every day, right? If you do it every day, you know, every, all year long, you do it every day. Guess what? You get good at it. Do you get used to it? Yeah, of course you do. Because that's what you do. Just like anything. It's like throwing a baseball. You can go and you can throw a baseball when you first start out. You throw it and it goes way right. You already throw it, it goes way left or goes straight in the air. But after doing it for a month or two, it starts to straighten out and you're, you know, you start getting the accuracy and everything. Yeah. Just, it's just like anything. It's, you have to be willing to put in the time. Yes. If you're not willing to put in the time, then just walk away because it gets ridiculous because you're wasting your time and other people's time. Yes. And don't sit there and get all pissy <laughs> and bitchy. Because you did something wrong. Now, just says, learn hey, from it. Learn from it. Just say, okay, I screwed up. You're a big person. You're not 12 years old. Exactly. You're Educate yourself. Person. Do what you got to do to make sure that you're succeeding. Always. 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 You got to move forward. Because if you don't succeed, then guess what? You're going to be stuck in the same job for over and over and over and over for years, 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 years. You want to be in that job? If you do, hey, have at it. Then don't learn nothing. Exactly. Just they just, just sit there. I mean, there are people in this business and I've, and I've worked with quite a few that are absolutely content to just sit there and, and ride through life in that same position. And, and, and Hey, fine. if that is what they want, then more power to them. Like I have an employee right now that basically says straight up, don't ever consider me for a supervisory role. I've been a supervisor and a manager in the past. I don't want that. It's perfect. Okay. That's right. That is fine. No problem. You know, that is great. It's nice to know that you're yep. comfortable writing in the same lane. And that it, and it's fine because when you're looking, you know you don't have to look at that person. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing. You can look and say, All right, I know I don't have to look at that person because why? That person's already told me they don't want it. They don't consider them. Perfect. It's out of the way. Cross them off the list. Next. Keep exactly. Moving. Exactly. But like I, like I said, imposter syndrome affects a lot of us. It, it does affect men as well. Um, I don't know the actual stats on that. Um, I couldn't actually find actual stats, stats because they're still doing studies. Um, but I know that it affects everybody. And the only thing I can say is that if you are feeling imposter syndrome, educate yourself. That is, that is how I at least get out of it. 
I like if if I'm if I'm looking at a challenge and I don't know if I can actually do it, I don't know where to get the information from. I don't know what to do. Google it. Google it. No. <laughs> you call people in the industry oh. that you know. You reach out. You reach out via LinkedIn. You can reach out, you know, via telephone, email, whatever. Like if I, if I have a question, uh, there was a gentleman that used to be within a working group that I, uh, like within the company that I'm with now. And if I had a question or if I didn't understand something that, that we were talking about in the group, I would reach out to him. I text him and be like, be like, what did you mean whenever you said this? And then he would tell me, that's all you have to do is ask the question. Don't be afraid to ask the question. Okay. What's the question? Seriously. Oh, okay. Yeah. But no, I mean, imposter syndrome is very real. Um, I've experienced it quite a few times in my, in my career. Um, but then I educate myself or, or I ask questions I ask and don't be afraid to ask for help. But then, I mean, you, you run that, that risk of having that self doubt that you were the one that did it, but you have to stop looking at the external factors and, and understand and realize that you were part of the internal factor that actually made the external factor happen. You're there for a reason. Yes. Okay? You're there for a reason. So ask the freaking question. Do not sit there and go, Oh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to do this or, you know, maybe if I do this, no, say, I'm not sure. Let me ask real quick and just ask, nobody's going to think less of you. They oh, I'm sure somebody would, but you know what? Fine. But that's only one in, you know, maybe a thousand. And who, who cares if it's one in a thousand, who cares? But, Keep moving. But honestly, if that one person does actually think less of you for asking a question, that person's a piece of shit. Oh, there you go. Plain and simple. Yep. Because there are no stupid questions. The only stupid question ever is the is one, the one it, no, well, there's that. Okay. So two reasons. Yeah. The only other stupid question is the one that you've asked 15 times in a row because you didn't take notes. Ah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one that, yeah. That, it, that's the one that drives me batshit. That's the one that nobody learns from. Yes. Because you asked the same question. How do I, you know, how do I get onto this, this computer? Well, try yeah. the power button. Try the power button. Exactly. Yeah. Write it down. Where's the power button? Yeah. It's the one that says power. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I just wanted it. I wanted to, I mean, there, there was a situation and I, I saw what was happening and someone had doubted themselves and, and it, and it brought it up to mind. And, and I, like I said, I, I've experienced this quite a few times in my career. And I think it's because of just because of not being taken seriously or being dismissed or, or, you know, somebody not really valuing your opinion. Mm -hmm. And I know my, I know my opinion is valued. Um, I do. Whenever I talk to people, you give it to me all the time. I'm not talking to you. Oh. Um, but no, I mean, you got, you got to, if you educate yourself, if you, whenever you're, whenever you're talking and you actually know what you're talking about, your opinion will be valued because then you're not just talking out your ass. You're actually, you're actually contributing to the conversation. You're actually contributing to whatever project it is. You're actually contributing to the workflow education. 
That is my final advice to overcome imposter syndrome on any level, educate yourself. So that way, whenever you do open your mouth, you know, for a fact that what you said is reality and true. Yep. It's like success, 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 right? Yes. So if you're, if it's hard for you to have success, you have to figure something out to get a little bit of success because the moment you get that little portion, then it'll breed into another mm-hmm. and then you'll move on to Cause the, you get that confidence because you get the confidence and you're like, Oh, Hey, I did it. I did great on this. Let me do this. So I now. know I can do this. Exactly. And <laughs> they always say, you know, success breeds uh, success. And it does confidence will breed more confidence. You got to be, when you walk into a room, don't walk into a room with your head hanging down, walk into a room. Like you own the freaking room. Mm-hmm. When you're, when you give like somebody like you who gives presentations every so often or whatever, when you're going into a presentation, you should already know what you're going to talk about. There's no him and hawing. There's no ums in it. You got everything that you need. Um, so, tool wise, we'll call it, you know, from your PowerPoints to whatever. And then you should be confident in speaking, mm-hmm. speak to the people they're sitting there. They're there for a reason. <laughs> so now you have to speak to them. Well, see like, okay. So like imposter syndrome, if you think about it like this, there, there's another reason why we haven't made a podcast in like three weeks Uh-oh. because it's like, well, I don't want to talk about, you know, this, I don't know enough about it, but I don't want to talk about that. I don't know enough about it. And I basically, I talked myself out of it for three weeks and I allowed myself to actually back away because of imposter syndrome, even though I know what the hell I'm talking about. And I, and I read every damn article there is, and and I'm in connection with anybody that is, you know, involved in the situations, but there was that, that, that moment of doubt which is another reason why I wanted to actually address it here today. Well, I don't know why. Maybe you tell me what to think and do all okay, the time. You're my husband. That's different. So shush. Oh, okay. Never mind. But anyways, um, we're going to wrap this up and I would like to say thank you for listening to the podcast today. Um, we are going to be doing another one probably midweek this week. Yeah. Um, and then one next weekend just to make up for the three weeks that I, you know, had imposter syndrome and blew you all off. Um, there are some other things that I want to talk about. Um, one of the things I want to talk about in, in, in pretty, in pretty lengthy, um, maybe a two-parter is the whole railroad carb compliance thing for California. And the fact that they're going to start finding them, um, if they're not carb compliant, even though the damn locomotives haven't even been invented yet. So yeah, that one we're going to be talking about in a future episode. Um, we're going to be talking about the trucking association and how, how these carb compliance, uh, rules and regulations are basically crushing the little man. So those are in episodes to come. So, uh, give me a shout out shoresideoperational.com. There no shoreside. Was what is it? Yeah, sure okay, operational. sure. <laughs> I know my own website, I swear. Um, but you can find us. Uh, we didn't do YouTube um, today, but we will do another. We will do YouTube video pretty soon. Yeah. Um, I hope you come back and uh, looking forward to talking to you again. Until next time. Thank you for listening. Thank you.